Hey guys, welcome back to Can I Just Say Something, a podcast where absolutely nothing is off the table. I'm Ryan, and I'm here with Tangela and Gabby. Ladies, what's up? Hey hello, guys. hello. I'm How's trying to going? work on my energy because I realized yeah. I, was listening, I was listening to some past. It ain't just me. Me and Gabby be it's on both, some fuck both shit. Of us. Yep. Yeah, we be like, hey. I was listening to some past <laughs> podcasts of the day. And I'm like, ooh, our energy be stank. Woo. It be lackluster. Yeah, sure. I mean, we tape very late at night, folks. So this is what you get. Yeah, but... the end of the day, yeah, but I got to perk up. Hey, you guys, how are y'all doing? This is why I always come with a you know tell. You know I can tell when Tangela's energy is low, when she's like, when we're on the podcast and Tangela's head is down on her phone. I'm like, Tangela, <laughs> it's low. <laughs> low <laughs> we energy. talking to Tangela's like smiling and she's like, but. Anyhow, Ryan, you had a big weekend. Tangela had a big weekend the weekend prior. You had a big weekend. Oh, yeah. Ryan was forgot. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I was in Mexico. I was having this mm. time with my Mexico. life hey. in Mexico. Arriba. I was also, yep. I was on the beach. I was in the pool. I was drinking. Listen, I was partying with everybody. I was partying with like 10 people. We were having a ball. A really, really good time. But, um, you know, one of the things that I was telling Paolo was like, white people are going to be white people. So mm. let me explain to y'all. <laughs> we went out, a group of us, like, it was like, I would say, I'm going to say 10, might be a little less. But it was me, Pablo, Pablo and I, and then a Dominican couple, two black guys, and a black girl, and the rest of them was white. So we get to, like, the party strip where all the, the, the tourists go, and we're like, you know, Go choosing a spot to go to. So we go to this first spot. The line is crazy. And this is the spot that everybody wants to go to because it's like the hype spot. But you know, like there's a expensive, like uh, what is it called? Entrance fee. And then all the shit was waiting. So we went to this other spot. The other spot was a little more um urban. Okay. Um, the music was a little more was a little more urban. It was a little more darker in there. It was not as much people without pigment in there. <laughs> so we go in there and we're like ready. I'm ready to party. I'm having a good time. The music is lit, like rap music going. I'm having a good time already. Now the white people go and they're like, let's check out the spot before we pay to get in or we, we like get in, right? So they go and they come back. It's ratchet in there. It's so ratchet in there. And then I'm like, what y'all talking about ratchet? So I walk over and I'm like, I don't see ratchet. I see people having fun, you know? Mm-hmm. And so what yeah. ends up happening is all the people of color stay there and to true form, all the whites left and went to the white spot and did not party with us that night. And so then it was awkward for the rest of the time because it was like, we went out to hang out together, but y'all just couldn't take, so y'all left. But other than that- I mean, they know what they like. I don't- Yeah, but it's very like- For liking But to me, so. what, got me, what got me annoyed- I'm sorry, Gabby, what did you say? <laughs> y'all got to see Tangela slot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting on my nerves because I don't know. I'm sure they can hear him tip tapping around. <laughs> Not until I saw you slide him. I was like, oh, okay. He'd be comatose all day. Literally, people be on my video calls. That's nothing I'm talking about in a second. Or maybe I've already talked about it. He'd be literally comatose. People be talking about, oh, you got a dog. Is that a dog or there laying on the floor? <laughs> I used to see a black blob because I've kind of blurred my background because people are fucking nosy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now when we want to record, he always got to be active and shit. Yeah, but anyway, no. your um, your your white story. No, I was just saying, you know, the only thing that got me annoyed was the fact that you called it ratchet because there were people of color, like mad people of color in there. Mm-hmm. Like that's not ratchet. That's not what that means. 
sir. Anyway, besides that, I had a really good time. I had a spa day that was absolutely amazing. I've never actually done a full spa day. I've gotten massages, but I like did this water therapy shit. That is nice. My spot, my therapist, massage therapist was so cool. Cause I have lower back pain now in my thirties. I don't know what the fuck, but it hurts every single day. Thirties. Uh, and yeah. um, I was telling her, she's like, you should do cold, like cold hot therapy. Oh, so that's like the best thing she says. Um, do y'all but yeah, overall, therapist be all up in your ass and your booty. Hmm? No, she's all on my ass. Not mine. All my ass. <laughs> I was like, come along. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's because Gabby got a drag a wagon. She dragging, so that's why they be up in her booty crack. Girl, me and my booty crack. Yo, I was like, not this middle aged lady all up on my ass. I've never had this before, but it was a good time. Good time. I was drunk a lot, ate a lot, so that's why I'm on a diet right now. Um, yeah, it was very enjoyable. Very, very enjoyable. I wish I could do it every day. Well, welcome back. Yes. Yeah. Tangela, you had a, an event? No, I didn't. Right? No. Or, oh, Lord. Tangela, <laughs> like, I ain't do shit this weekend. I did. Wow. Besides soccer, we chilled, and I was quite all right with that. Olivia was um had a cold, has a cold, so she was not feeling oh, well. Course, and, yeah. um, no, we just trying to, you know, reserve our energy this weekend. Nice. Reserve, yeah. preserve something. But I do have something to say. Can I just tell y'all, like... I wasn't gonna say nothing, but I'm gonna say. Can something. Can I just bring up the fact that she forgot to ask me about my weekend? Oh, but he mentioned me. Then I was gonna go into your weekend. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. See, go ahead, you to go for me. Brian literally said, "Tangela, you had an event." Then I was gonna, right. after I was done, ask you how was your weekend. I thought you were about to go into a gripe. My apologies, everyone. Well, go I was gonna go into a gripe after he asked me about my weekend. But let's ask Gabby first. How no, was your no, no, weekend? No. Girl, I don't remember. Go ahead. What's gonna be getting me? She'd be upset that I don't ask her about her weekend, but then when I ask her, she don't remember. It's all about asking. It makes me feel good that you, you didn't can. even give me a chance to ask. I sure didn't. Actually, I did. And yeah, yeah, you about to take a trip though, right? On Friday. I'm leaving on Friday, but no, let Tangela finish. Okay. No. I'm... Okay. Definitely. I was gonna say, I'm trying to be healthier over here. So I told myself this week I was going to try intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. I've done that. And I'd be doing good because how my schedule is and getting kids ready and meetings, I'm good to not eat until 12 o'clock. It's fine. Like I drink some tea and water. However, the nighttime is the devil. Now I am hungry. I don't think about <laughs> some French fries or something. <laughs> um, Cheetos got me last night. Oh. And uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it, guys. Just drink some hot tea. You'll what the hell is hot tea going to do when you want some french fries? It's going to put something in your stomach that's warm. It might help. That's what I used to do, like, or coffee. Because coffee kind of stunts your, um, or, like, inhibits your hunger. But now I hear you. It be, and then also you'd be like, damn, why didn't I eat this when I was, when when I could have? Because mm-hmm. now I'm in my fasting window. I wasn't even hungry like that. I ate, like, twice. Mm-hmm. And now I want all the food. Listen, I went to, to the grocery store two days ago and I bought a six pack of scones, a whole brioche loaf, a pie <laughs> and then went home and baked a cake. Like, <laughs> Damn. Somebody got a sweet they just hungry. Really you were hungry? You went to I, don't, I, I went for biscuits and ended up going to the wrong grocery store because I was so confused as to which one 
I normally get my biscuits from. And I went to the wrong one. You don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. You come back with all types of shit. I would have gone to Starbucks. Okay, don't go to Starbucks. Go to the grocery, buy a biscuit, and make your breakfast. And you came back with all this stuff. Too much. But how was your weekend? Um, I don't remember. I I was supposed to go see um, that Bond movie. But I ended up seeing it yesterday. And if you haven't seen it, it is a must see for is sure. It really? Is it really? I've fallen asleep on a bomb movie in the movie theater. Me too. Well, Me listen, too. over the weekend I had a 9.30 reservation and I was like, no, I canceled it right away and moved it till six o'clock on a Tuesday. I was like, <laughs> I <can't> it Tuesday. <laughs> oh my God. It was, it was worth it. I mean, I like, I like the Daniel Craig bonds. I don't know if I'd like the ones prior to him, but mm. this is, this was a very good one. Um, yeah. I fallen asleep yeah. on Daniel Craig, and it was actually during one of my f- early dates with Andre. And he will not let me forget it that I fell asleep <laughs> in the movie theater. On a date. Yeah. I was also on my fucking date, and I was like, "This is not it." Like, and then hours, <laughs> I woke up and I was like, "It's still going." Like, what's yes? I mean, I, I like the movies. I don't know what it was about this one, but he, apparently he was upset. He didn't tell me back then because you know he was trying to woo me. But apparently he was upset that I felt because he had to pay for it. <laughs> I told him I was tired. Okay, I was motherfucking tired. Right, and that's okay. Right, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Oh, but don't Ryan got a rant? Oh, that was it. That was no, it. But Ryan my rant or gripe, and I have a gripe and an unpopular opinion. So go ahead. It's your world, Gabby. Keep going. Oh yeah, you definitely told me to go first. So. Feel free to cut this, whomever's editing this week. But my unpopular opinion is um, so this is how I feel, right? If you can slut shame, I feel like you should be able to fat shame as well. And I only say this because. <laughs> <laughs> and I only say this because, and I say this lovingly. There are people who are really trying to lose weight, and there are people who are trying to yeah. embrace being overweight. Can I just cut you off for a second? Your unpopular opinion is directly related to my rant. So that's <laughs> I figured yeah. it was. <laughs> 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 but any, like I saw it, what what really pushed me over was I saw a picture of it was Lizzo and Rihanna, and it was like one of these mm-hmm. pictures like got tons of praise, and the other one is being like shamed. I'm like, all right, yes, you shouldn't like pull people down, but definitely pull down the whole like being obese is okay like that's not okay it's very unhealthy we should not be promoting people being unhealthy and like not that i'm for fat shaming but i feel like mm-hmm. what else can i do yeah but it don't be oh girl i hope you get on a diet it'd be like this bitch look nasty in that outfit mm-hmm. right that's yeah that's different that's me right but i'm like there has to be a way of doing it where it's constructive like i don't like you don't think she knows she has weight. You don't need to talk about her weight. I don't think we should embrace everything. Like everything does Somebody. not look good. I don't. I agree. I, like some, there are sometimes people like, oh, Lizzo look good. I'm like, really? <laughs> and it's not just Lizzo. Like it's other people. I like think, really? I think it'd be sympathy comp- compliments. That's what I'd be feeling like sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, come on now. Like she look crazy. But I saw somebody say she needs to have the surgery that Adele and Jasmine Sullivan had. Oh, <sighs> shit. They said they have surgery, though. Jasmine Sullivan definitely had a tummy tuck and ass. She got her ass done. Definitely. 
because I saw her belly button, you could tell, and her ass during Rihanna's fashion show looked lumpy. And I love Jasmine Sullivan. That's one of my favorite artists. You lumpy as in she got it done or she didn't get it done? She got it done. She got it done. Oh. Like, it, it looked, looked lumpy like, when you get your ass done? It, the hip part looked weird to me when you move in a certain way. It looked like a lump instead of oh. Wait, can I can I just say, what about her belly button? Because I, I feel like as I've gotten older, my outing has become an innie, but that could be because my fupa has covered it up. I'm done. No, it just looks it just looks unusually <laughs> tiny, some of them. And okay. misplaced, misplaced. Yeah. But maybe she got skin removal because you know she was a big girl when she yeah, came out okay. and she lost Ooh. weight. She became vegan. So she could have mm-hmm. got um a time like skin removal. Oh, that's what she said. She got hey, tummy tuck. Now she did. She, and I'm gonna have that too one of these good days. Me but, too. <laughs> but what I'm saying is people be talking about like she just had like she lost this weight. She has some help, and that's okay. That's that's a okay. Me. You think Adele got by, got surgery? Yes. Well, hundred percent. I, I don't know. What? I don't know. Hundred percent. She's on a very oh. interesting diet. Why can't she? Yeah. Just been dead. Just because Just she released her diet, doing it. I don't care what these people say. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, listen, I want to try cool sculpting because I anything that that helps. So I don't think that should my work. My sister told me. Mm-hmm. My sister told me that if you put cold stuff on your body. Your fat cells burn to heat up your body. Now, I don't know how much I believe in this, but she was like, because she was telling me, she's like, when you go home, put cold towels on your back and then put a hot towel. She's like, and don't be surprised if you wake up in a couple of weeks and you're like more slim. And I'm like, why? Because she's like, if you put like cold things on your body, your fat cells will try to like make up for heat and burn. Wow. Oh shit! I'm, I'm about about to like, when, when you, on me myself. Damn. I'm like, can I do that for 24 hours straight? Because listen, when when my knee is swollen, they always tell me put an ice pack on it to get mm-hmm. the swelling down. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm about to put an ice pack on this fupa. <laughs> for a little heat. I got a heat pad. I'm gonna put some ice on it. Seriously, Olivia ruined me. This lower oh belly part. Done. But what was your then rant, Ryan. My rant is so there's a there's a, a small um, group of people who fat shame, right? And you know I'm a plus size model myself, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get it. But there's a small group of fat people who shame fat people, which I I daringly call fat on fat crime. Now, I I can't stand it because this be like, why are you judging this person about their weight and you over here? You look like a triangle. And, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who is this? It, uh, you, the pyramids. Who is this small <laughs> like scaly triangle? Who are fat shaming other fat people, and what are they saying? I'm confused. So, fat people will say, "Oh, she like I don't know how you got a man." Like I've seen this recently. Like, this is how it came about. I don't mm-hmm. know how you got a man looking like that, and then you go on their page, and they're fat too. So it's like, well, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. So they hate right. themselves. Yeah, it's giving very much body dysmorphia. Like, do you see yourself? You're fat mm. too. So um, yeah, that's just basically, you know. They're not my... fat, they just big bones. Mm. Yeah. You know, I saw Lizzo's picture today, ironically. And I was I just kept scrolling. I just couldn't. I I mean <laughs> She be doing the most. Like it's, it's like she's purposely trying to show her. She off didn't have like... nothing on. She ain't even had no they had like her nipples um blurred out. Like she ain't have no pasties on and shit. Shit. Mm-hmm. I only saw the top part. She had like a sheer, what was it? Like it was like a mesh dress because from Cardi B's Pasta Pasta Party. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was the picture they were comparing against Rihanna when Rihanna wore a similar dress in like 2014 or something like that. But it was like a chain dress, right? It was a chain completely yeah. through. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, but, I feel, mm-hmm. listen, I, I feel like she ain't hurting nobody. 
If that's what she want to do, then let her do it. And you can be, you can be um overweight and still healthy. I'm overweight and my blood work just came back normal. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's, that's like they say people use it. My dog is don't bite people. You, she not unhealthy yet. Like it will come. <laughs> like, it will come. There's no way you could be that heavy, and shit don't hit the fan in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, being fat like you fight for your motherfucking life some days. What you said? What? Not said being fast. You fight for your motherfucking life someday. It's fight hard. for your life. <laughs> fight for your life. It's hard, especially when it's hot. Thank God, the fall came. You know what I mean? Like it's hard. So. Oh my God! <laughs> I can't take it. Right oh God! We don't need fight no other It's true. It's the sweat. It's the the rubbing of the thighs. It's a lot. Wow. I mean, I suffer from rubbing in the thighs. So, can you imagine, like, oh, God. Lizzo got nice skin. I think her skin is nice. Like, it's smooth looking. It looks very, like, soft. Well, she's a good makeup artist. Damn, but no, man. I agree. She, she, no, she does. She doesn't. She's very pretty. I would not. I would not take that away from her. She's a very pretty person. She's overweight. Mm-hmm. And you know what? She's a little corny. She gives me Tiffany Haddish corny. Like mm. we love you, but you a little corny. Like why Tiffany Haddish corny? Tiffany Haddish because I feel like she's funny, but like it'd it be going a little too far to the point. Where it's like mm. all right, I'm a little cringy yes. now, you know. Mm-hmm. I saw a picture of her. They said somebody had to, her friend had to score her out of the Cardi B party. She looked slumped in that picture. <laughs> she did like she was twisted. Like it, it looked oh, like it was God. a grand old party. But but all I kept thinking when I saw videos is this is COVID. I'm sure Cardi had them tested because Cardi seems to be responsible when she's talked about, you know, getting mm-hmm. people tested for videos and the whole nine. But that's all I kept thinking about. Her. We was grinding up on each other. Mm, that was a COVID soup party. It was just COVID soup. It looked like it was all sweaty mm-hmm. in there. Oh, it just yeah. seems so ugh. between that and Miami Carnival. I don't know what was worse, but I didn't see anything from Miami Carnival. Me neither. I didn't see anything. What? Y'all don't follow the the, the Soka um, IGs then. Sure don't. And I be trying mm-hmm. to limit my IG and stuff lately, but the whole Miami Soka has been a hot mess from start to begin to finish. Like really, between the the masqueraders not getting the right costumes, like what I ordered versus what I got. Stories, people winding up in the street, no mask, no nothing. You know, Florida ain't got no rules about COVID. But if you're outside, you don't need a mask. But if you're in my face, I feel like I do. Because it's one thing if you're outside, but it's another thing when you're outside as a masquerader. There's no social distancing. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not one to talk because when I went to to Mexico, I wore my mask, Mm -hmm. but I was not like six feet from people. But listen, I went to the movie and there was no six feet either. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not ready to go to the movies. I won't be doing that anytime soon. We ordered a movie this weekend for Micah. And uh, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with the movie situation. I think it really depends on the theater because some theaters will have two seats available and then skip the next two seats. Mm-hmm. But when I went to, we were all jam-packed in the center. Granted, we're all vaccinated, but I'm like, oh, I didn't like this at all. Child, I went to the doctor's office this week and they it's like to the extreme. They got one chair, then about six fucking chairs taped off and then another chair open. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. They serious in here. Um, all right, guys. I think this is a great time to take a break. So we will be right back. 
And we're back, guys. So this week's topic actually came about because I saw an Instagram post. It was a thread about red flags in romantic relationships. So it got us to thinking, you know, there are plenty of red flags in romantic relationships, but oftentimes there aren't any clear-cut red flags when it comes to platonic relationships, like friendships. So we started thinking about, like, times that we've actually had to break up a friendship. And, you know, what we learn from it and what we do differently. So who would like to go first to talk about their experience breaking up a friendship? I can go first. I have one. Um, So I had a friend who I was friends with since ninth grade. Um, This is my first gay friend ever. Um, and we were cool. Like we were like best friends back in high school. Like we were always on the phone, always talking. And as we got older, um, I think life kind of like drew drew us apart, but we would have times, moments in time where we get together and hang out. So there've been two occasions where I'm, I'm with my friend and somebody that I'm with like dating and he'll say some like off like crazy shit. And then we'll have like drama and then, you know, it'll be like awkward and it'll be like a fight. So I'll talk about the last time. The last time after years, you know, he came to my apartment. Uh, Pablo was here. My sister was here. And one of my other friends were here. We had like a game night and we were, we were drinking, having a game night and like eating. And so he gets drunk and he gets really inappropriate. Like he, I forget what he says, but he called my he called Pablo black he's like oh the black one and Mm -hmm. he's he's actually like he's Trinidadian and um your friend is Trinidadian yeah Mm -hmm. my sister is not black right so Pablo is he's he's Dominican but he's black from Dominican black I guess I don't know what you call like Afro Latina Afro Latino Latino. sorry Latino Afro Latino yeah (laughs) and so my sister off the bat was like um what do you like what does that mean and it, we got into this crazy, huge fight, like huge fight. Um, and we ended up having to like pretend that we were all leaving the apartment so we can go home. Like we lied to him, like, oh, we have to like run out because he wouldn't leave. But this is the second time, like my, the first time we fought, he also called my ex like black. So I don't know if there's some like color issue or whatever. Um, so, you know, the next day I told him, I was like, listen, the way you behaved was extremely like inappropriate. I can't see past that. And we're no longer going to be friends. Like you haven't even apologized. You haven't even mentioned it. You like went about your day after being extremely toxic and crazy. And then like, even during the fight, like he was saying stuff like, I don't know if he had liked me over all these years, but he kind of alluded to that. Um, and so I don't know if being around my, the person that I'm with was a lot for him. But anyway, that's how I ended that relationship. I'm like, this is the second time you've done it. You have, like, you have no sort of, like, you don't know how to behave with a group of people when you drink. And it, it was, like, crazy. He was screaming. And, like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure the neighbors heard. It was just a really, really bad situation that I, like, I had to I had to end it. And, it, you know, like, I've seen it a couple of times with him where he's, like, he's, he's like, an angry person when he's drinking. Um, but that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm, like, I can't. I can never, ever go through that again. I'm way too old for you to be around me getting drunk and acting belligerent and then also making the person that I'm with feel uncomfortable and just being inappropriate. So that was, mm-hmm. that was one. Oh, wow. 
Are you sad by the lost relationship or no? When I think about like our, we were what? I don't know, when you're in ninth grade, you're 13. Um, we were young, like, yeah, like for years, years we were friends um, and went through a lot together, um, finding ourselves, um, you know, being gay and being West Indian at the same time was difficult for both of us. So we went through a lot of that together and like first boyfriends and like dating. And it was like, that was the, the one gay friend that I had for like the, the, my first gay friend. And so it was hard to think about like, this is it, but I, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to subject myself to, to that person anymore. I understand. Eventually that becomes abusive. Yeah. And you don't need that. And he, he doesn't take accountability. So. That's a problem. Huh. You want to go next, Gabby? Well, tell tell the people your philosophy when it comes to <laughs> my philosophy is with friends. And to my philosophies, I can't argue people I'm not fucking. And it's it's not that I can't. It's just I don't want to, because there's there's nothing a person can do to me that I'm not physically or emotionally attached to that I can allow you to hurt me in a way where I feel like. I need to argue with you. It just takes too much of my energy. So I try not to. Um, which is why I say, like, I don't... The, the one ar- the one person I used to argue with a lot was somebody that I, I would say I was pseudo-dating. And we had to end that friendship real quick once I got into college. Because I, I just... I'll tell you, I, re- I recall one time I was in my dorm room and there was a male voice in the background and he just started yelling, who is that? Who is that? I was just like, y'all know them Puerto Ricans. They're, they're <laughs> fucking sometimes. No offense to my Puerto Rican friends, but y'all know. Oh, Tessa knows about Puerto Ricans. Mm, not <laughs> personally. Not not personally. But not yes. personally. No, no, no. no. Oh, a story for a different day. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was something. Was t- like, for me to end the friendship, it has to be something super toxic. Like, you can't take away my joy that much. Like I can just put you to the side. But that's still ever, I find this hard to believe though, Gabby, because like and I, I can tell my story after your yours, but it if it's like a friendship, like for me, I take friendship very seriously. So I don't call everybody a friend. So you yeah. can definitely hurt me because I'm being vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. But then maybe I'm not a vulnerable person, but there's there's nothing you can do to me that makes me feel like I should end a relationship because we all have our moments, we have our days. You really have to cut my skin, <laughs> make me bleed, cuss at my mother, something for me. But I think Gabby, like, I'm like, what about? Go ahead. I, I feel like this episode went over again. Go ahead, ask me a question. No, what about like um. What about like you tell your best friends or your friends, you know, your deepest, darkest secrets, and then they use it against you or they'll bring it up and like throw it in your face. Like, does that not hurt you? Like, that would hurt me. Uh-huh. Well, first and foremost, like that, that's not a friend. And there, there are just certain things that I, I don't know why people share their deepest and darkest secrets. Like there's certain things that I just want to keep close to the vest. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why people think I'm closed off. But I'm like, there are certain things I just don't want to share. Yeah, but I tell my best friend a lot of stuff. I'm like, I'll tell her whatever. But I've developed a friendship with her enough to recognize that she would never do that. Like she already knows. Like, bitch, if something happens to me, delete 
everything. <laughs> <laughs> like she knows. And I'll do the same for her. You when mean like take your phone and delete everything? Delete it all. <laughs> if I'm if I'm not coming back to life, delete it all. Burn it all down, whatever you got to do. Mm. There's, there's nothing in my first up maybe i'm not a controversial person i don't live a life mm. where i feel like what i do i can't say out loud mm-hmm. unless yeah, i'm the first one to marry man but at the end of the day that's still not my problem that's his as you said before yeah and we ain't gonna go yeah. there we ain't gonna go there no more we ain't gonna go there yeah, i don't want to <laughs> talk about it <laughs> i don't want to talk about it um, i will say one time i did try to end a friendship it was a friend that i've known since i was three it was a couple of them and from three years old to high school, we were all in school together for years. But in college, I wanted to break out. I wanted to be on my own. Like, I was the only mm-hmm. girl in this class. I was like, I need my own separation. And then years later, I told him, I was like, you know what? Y'all went to your own school, which happened to be the school that I wanted to go to. And I ended up choosing a different school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, honestly, I didn't want the friendship to last any longer. And he was like, you're not getting rid of us. Like, I would not allow it. And I'm like, sometimes your friends got to fight for you. So I, this is why I'm like, I don't end friendships that much because I feel like if you're really my friend, I'm going to fight for you. Mm-hmm. Well, the time I ended a friendship was, I was looking at the time. Um, this is someone I was friends with when I went, did a semester away in Georgia. Um, so I met them mm-hmm. like junior year of college. We both will that person transferred to the school. I was there visiting, but we were in the same boat. We were in temporary housing. They had us in a damn gang room, game room on cots until we got our rooms. Mm-hmm. And so we were roughing it together and we um, bonded because we were from the Northeast. And like, that was my, one of my best friends. And so when we got older and, and I credit this person for really helping me get out of my shell, really enjoying Georgia because this person was like adventurous, like, let's go here, let's go there. And I credit her for that. And also me like further developing and coming into my own who Tinsley is as a woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so as you know, we got older, we both went back down to Georgia to live. And things were cool. Like after a year of living there, I was ready to buy, purchase a house because I didn't want to keep renting. And once I got a house, I felt like initially she was very excited. She would go with me to go look at places. But I felt like at my housewoman, like things shifted, like things were kind of off. And mm-hmm. I mean, according to her, she said she had to check herself to see, like, was she jealous because I got a house? And she said she wasn't. But I couldn't describe what other reason why things would be different and why we started having a lot of disagreements and we weren't seeing Mm -hmm. eye to eye or Mm -hmm. she would think certain things about me and I'm like we've known each other all these years like you don't know who I am as a person like why would you think I would think this way or whatever the case and I just felt like there was a lot of misunderstandings and then also talking to other friends when I would describe certain situations they'd be like um why are you still friends with this person Because once I'm all in with a friend, I'm all in. Like, it takes a lot for me to consider you a friend. And so maybe I have blinders on once you're a friend because Mm -hmm. I don't let you easily in and it takes some time. But multiple people, different people, and I wasn't asking for any advice unsolicited. was like, why are you so friends with this person? And it got me to thinking, like, damn, why am I so friends with this person? Like, I'm tired of all these disagreements and misunderstandings and shifting energy. And so I had a discussion with the person. And like officially was like, I don't think we should be friends anymore. Wow. It was one of the hardest what was things I ever did. Um, 
It was it was a lot of back and forth, but at the end, she had to respect my decision. Yeah. Um, but she wasn't happy because I saw after the fact, like that's when I was heavy into Facebook. She like erased all my pictures, like of oh, us. Lord. Right. And that hurt me. Like I understand she was hurt. It would hurt me to lose this friendship. We've been friends for some for so many years. But I didn't, I never still, I've never erased her pictures because that's a part of my life. but she erased all my pictures um i was very close to the family like i still like occasionally will comment on people's stuff on um instagram um we Mm. have a mutual friend i'm still friends with that friend but that mutual friend doesn't talk about her (laughs) um so it's a little weird at times um so yeah it was very weird and i it was a lot but i think it was for the better but sometimes I do miss her. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I know, like we our lives have um have a lot of similarities now. So mm-hmm. we're both moms. We both have two kids, a boy and a girl. Like I still see stuff because I'm connected to her family members. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sure she's a different person. I'm a different person. Back when we were friends, she lost her mother. Eventually, I lost my mother. And so mm-hmm. I'm sure we probably could connect on many things. But I think so much time has passed when everything's yeah. happened so I just let it be and that's just a chapter of my life where I appreciate the friendship but it ended but all, all friendship goes through ebbs and flows I can't remember what I was reading like years back that said like every relationship is tested like every five years to the point where like you just want to kill that person and like yeah there are times when I just want to my best friend and I told them I'm like there are years <laughs> where I'm just like how are we making it and she's like you know what because you're stuck with me for life and it is what it is. Like, she called mm-hmm. it out. She was like, there's no way you're getting rid of me. But like, Tangela, like, if you said, like, you both have grown, don't you think it's time to, like... Would you well, I don't it? know how she's grown, though. I see, I mean, from the outside looking in, her life has changed, but I don't know how she's grown as a person. Like, Would you reach out to her, though? No, I thought of it, but I just feel like I should just let things be the way they are. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like for her, so, like, I understand she was hurt, but for her to erase all my pictures like I never existed in life. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Yeah. No, no, no. She, she erased them from Facebook, but did she erase them from wherever she kept them originally? I don't know. I don't know. Because I know I've torn up pictures of men, one man, and those pictures will never come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But deleting from Facebook is just but, a gesture you know, for what? others to see. You know, one day I know I will see her because of our mutual friend. So our mutual friend is in a relationship with her cousin. And mm. and they've been together forever. They ain't breaking up. And so I know one day, if a life event happens, I'm sure to see her and her family. I'm cool with the family. What I, well, I think I'm cool with them. They didn't like shut me off and unfriend me. Um, but mm-hmm. I know one day I will see. I'm gonna see her one day, and I'm you know we'll say hi to her and be cordial and you know happy happy for you in life and congrats everything. But I think that's just a chapter that doesn't need to be. Yeah, bo- and- like open, but it. It's not a chapter that you're reopening. It's it's a new page that you're writing. No, let me tell you something, because that was going to be my second story. <laughs> Why do people always tell me no? <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean like that. I meant like, I meant like, I meant like, I meant like let me just tell you something. <laughs> yeah. Because like, okay. I've thought about that too. Like, I've had a friend who y'all, I think y'all know of. Um, and so years ago, maybe like two years ago, we stopped being friends, right? Because of something she was doing and she wanted me to, to be a part of it and I was not comfortable. 
So we had a disagreement and we stopped being friends. And then one day, you know, she popped into my head and I was like, let me check on her. I reached out through text and then we started talking. We became social media friends again and we had camaraderie. But at this point, it was, it was years after the fact, right? And I figured, hey, she's a, she had like, she had two daughters before we stopped being friends and she had a son. And so, um, you know, life is different now. We're older. Let's move on. Let's like, be friends. Mm-hmm. So then on my vacation, I get a text from her about our podcast because we were supposed to do a podcast years ago. We couldn't figure it out. And then also like during the time, I felt like she wanted me to be like the sound and she wanted to like be the podcast person. Right. So I wasn't really going to have a part in the podcast. I was more going to be in the background. And I was like, that's not what I envisioned. So you were the but Michelle to her Beyonce. Right. <laughs> Got it. Right. I decided, you know, and then we like stopped being friends. So it never happened. And so then we started our podcast and her and I were not friends, but once we became friends, I tried to keep it from her because I didn't want to have the conversation. So somehow, you know, social media does this thing where it fucks you up. And so, (laughs) (laughs) so she found out and she, she like, sent me paragraphs on paragraphs on paragraphs during vacation about how, and she just brought up things from the past. She brought up things from the past. And I told her, I'm like, listen, you base our friendship on things that we don't agree on. And then that makes it very unstable and we can't be friends because every time you think of me, you think of like things that we don't agree on. Um, but I say all that to say, I don't think sometimes it's not, it's not okay to dig up the dead body and try yes. to like revive it. You, you gotta know? let it, just let it lie. Let it go. Let it go. Cause that's what, I'm not doing that again. That was it for me. Because to me, it showed her true colors. And, you know, another thing she talked about was, like, things that she did for me. She met me when I was 18. I was 18 when she met me. I'm 30 now. So it's, like, been years. And you bring up things from the past, past. And, like, she's like, I helped you. I helped you get a job. Um, And she never helped me get a job. You know, she or she brought up things. She just brought up a lot from the past. And I'm like, you know what? You're a toxic person. And you're exactly who you were when we stopped being friends. So I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that again. True friends don't bring up old shit. And I tell people all of that. Like, if you wanna be my friend, do not bring up old shit. Because guess Facts. what? I've either forgotten about it or I don't care. I Facts. don't have the mental capacity to compare about shit to to care about shit from 10, 12 years. I was gonna, I was I on Pablo today. I was on Pablo today. She really wanna play dirty. Um you know, I got her somebody to rent her basement when she first bought her house. And that person helped you pay your mortgage. So did I bring that up? I didn't say shit about that. But I should have. You want to play dirty? But anyway, the point, is, <laughs> point oh my is, God. I don't I don't have no hard feelings against this person. I just feel like they come at me sideways all the people. She met me when I was 18, and people want to see me at 18. I'm not 18 anymore. So mm-hmm. you're so gonna treat me like an adult. And that's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a firm believer that all relationships, whether they be romantic or platonic, like they say, it's for a reason or a season mm-hmm. of life. And um, um, when I broke up with that friend in particular, I was hanging on, like hanging <laughs> on to the friendship. Yeah. But I had to come to a conclusion and someone, another friend told me that like this might have been just been a seasonal thing. And I'm yeah. still trying to come to grips with that with other relationships. Like sometimes maybe it's just a seasonal thing or the friendship changes. 
Mm-hmm. And that's want, fine. You gotta be fine yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. And I want to say one more thing. I know we have time. We have we're for time, but she, I like, she also was very generous. She was a great friend at times. She was generous. She was. She helped me get through, like, navigate corporate America when I was super young. She was a person that I held close to me, you know. So I'm not gonna ever take that away. But I also feel like she has traits about her that are toxic to me, and I can't see past it anymore. I feel like the pandemic has changed a lot of things, relationships, but shown people like what's important and what's not, and what you're Mm -hmm. not going to deal with. And yeah, yeah, that's how I move forward. Mm -hmm. Any other stories? I don't know. I've never broken up with a friend. I just let it go. I think you should have broke up with a certain friend. You keep telling me that, but I keep telling you it's ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. But People at a certain point, it, it's a, at a certain point, you ebbing and flowing something that's don't gone. But yeah, but you know what? You have to say like the sh- the shit that annoys me does it outweigh the the good, and it doesn't. So I'm like, there are definitely some good moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not gonna share that. all the good moments. I'll just share the shit I have to complain about because that's how people are. Like that's just in our nature to complain. Um. And I complain about everybody, so it doesn't... Whatever. I mean, it's very true, and that's why I try not to... I try to show both sides of a situation, or no sides, because I've definitely gotten in that trap as well. And maybe that's it. I only know the bad. I don't know the highlight reel, so I'll keep my comments to myself. (laughs) All right, guys. So what are some deal breakers when it comes to friendships for you guys? Lying. Lying? And not like little lies to protect me, like big ass lies for no effing reason. Yeah, that means I, I can't, can't stand a liar. Me. Mm. Can't stand a liar. I can't stand it. I feel like respect is a big one, and it goes on many levels. Like if you don't respect my time, that burns me up. Okay, if you don't respect my time, you're always fucking late. I can't. Ryan, take you. notes. Not me. Oh, not me. I was shot fired. Jesus. I was. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but not respecting my time or burns me up. Um, if I can't rely on you, burns me up like consistently. I know we all have stuff going on in life. Things are happening, mm-hmm. but consistently, all the time for years, that burns mm-hmm. me up. That's a deal breaker. Yep. For me, like a big one for me now, at least, is like not being able to be myself. Like, and that means several things because I feel like I am who I am, right? And I feel like there are times where I feel like I have to tailor who I am around my friends. And I'm like, y'all are my friends. I'm not fucking any of y'all, none of y'all are my parents. I should not have to tailor who I am. And then also sometimes I feel like I have to make myself small for certain people. Like, mm. and I don't like that. I don't like the feeling of like me not being able to say the things that I've accomplished or, you know, mm-hmm. or be who I am um, because, you know, in fear of making you feel a certain way. Like, But the biggest thing is, like, I want to be myself. I want to do me. I want to say what I want to say. I want to feel how I want to feel. And it should be okay because if I'm not harming you, which I never set out to do, it shouldn't be a problem. Going back to the, the topic, one of, another deal breaker for me is not being supportive. Mm-hmm. That is a problem. Like, yeah. I need you to be supportive. Mm-hmm. you know whatever's happening in life and 
that was especially eye-opening to me go- going through this recent sense of not having a job <laughs> and who mm-hmm. was supportive, who was not, who was always checking in on me, who was not. It was very eye-opening and interesting. I agree. Mm-hmm. I've started to have conversations with my best friend about things like this. And I said to her, I was like, let me explain something to you. Maybe this is me evolving and trying to tell people, but it's really on my mind. Mm-hmm. But I, I've told you guys, like, please stop telling me no, because that just grinds my grit, and mm-hmm. it doesn't help our friendship. Like, it just yeah. makes it worse. Mm-hmm. What like, do you mean? Tell me, like, if I if I say a declarative statement, you tell me, no, that's not it. I'm like, how yeah. do you know it's not it? Like, mm-hmm. you just disagree with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. disagree with me and, and bring your own facts. But mm-hmm. that, to me, still breaking a lot of friendships when people consistently try to tell me no when they fully fucking know that they don't know what the hell they're talking about mm-hmm. and i'm just like please don't do it like it just it just I, it hurts me to my core and, and not every situation but if you consistently keep telling me no and you just make me feel like i'm stupid mm-hmm. yeah i'm not the stupid one in this friendship not at all never yeah mm. And that's a friendship, then you got to end. You need to end. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another one that I just forgot. What was I going to say? Well, Charles, if you forgot, it's not a deal breaker. <laughs> no, it is. Shit, what the hell? I had it on my head. Give me two minutes, two seconds. Oh, so another thing that I've noticed as I get older is that I feel like people be a part of your lives for convenience to them. Like many, many, I would say majority of people. I find it because whenever, like, and to me, I've, I've, lo- I've lost interest in a lot of friendships because of it and they haven't done anything wrong, but I've noticed that people will come hang out when they're, when it's convenient or like mm-hmm. look for you when it's convenient or um, call you when it's convenient. And, and it's mm-hmm. like, you don't care for me. Like, like, point like it's not you don't want to be my friend because of you just want to be my friend mm-hmm. you want to be my friend when it's like a good time for you and like you're enjoying my company only you know and I feel like throughout like I think specifically during the pandemic I've noticed that like I have friends that I thought were my friends but only are trying to like want to be my friend when it's convenient or fun for them when it's like a good time mm-hmm. and if it's not a good time we're not friends you know you know that reminds me of oh sorry Go ahead. I was gonna say that reminds me. Um, it's funny you said that. I re- that reminds me of. Um, I don't know if it's a deal breaker, but it made me realize um, a true friend or a trait that I want in a friend. So one of my very close friends, um, this person does not like FaceTime or really talking on the phone at times. Mm-hmm. But she has said to me one day, like she was like, you know what, I don't. I'm, I don't enjoy these things, but I know that's that's how you love to communicate. So that's yeah. why I do it. So mm. that's why I'm I carve out time friend. to do it. Or I'm like, all right, you know, tangents are reaching mm-hmm. out. It's time. And I was just like, oh, that made me feel so loved. Like, mm-hmm. you know, by saying like, I know my friend enjoys this, so I'm gonna do it because that's, you know, with how she likes to communicate. Mm-hmm. It made me really appreciate my friend. Aww. I thought that was so that's sweet. Fine. But it's it's good when and, you can have um, conversation. Go ahead, Gabby. No, go ahead. No, go ahead, Gabby. No, I was I wanted to go back to Ryan's story because you were talking about well shit, I remember what you were talking about. But 
it reminded me of when I was in university and one of my friends had this girl. I'm gonna call her out. She was her name was Farrah. I don't remember her fucking last oh, name. Shit. I didn't like that girl. And, I'm editing this out. And she was on the lacrosse team. So you know black folks on the lacrosse team from Pennsylvania, they ain't about us. But whatever. And I used to tell my friend, I'm like, yo, this girl is not friends with you because she only uses you when she wants to go to black parties and needs a ride. Mm. I'm like, friends that use us. She was like, she is my friend. There is my friend. I was like, fuck that girl. I'm like, she's not your friend. But she never comes to hang out when we want to hang out on campus. Mm-hmm. And I know she's not playing lacrosse because I never seen her with no gear. <laughs> but I, I remember a time when I, I had to call my friends out and I, I do it with my best friend now to this day. I'm like, you talk about this girl all the time or this person. Why are you friends with them? What makes you mm-hmm. continue to want to be friends with them? Yeah. So I think it it's important for us in our own lives, but and people that we consider real friends. And I know Tangela's done it for me several times to call out relationships that you know that just ain't right. And like, you really want to be friends with that person. Mm-hmm. One of my friends does that to me, and I and I tell her she has a better judge of character than I do. And I feel like I have a good judge of character, but some I don't, sometimes I think I don't when it comes to friends. But that yeah. this friend has, like, if she's like, mm, I'm not feeling that friend, eventually it always comes to pass. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it's hard for me because, like, you know, when I have friends, like, I have love for you. Like, I really yeah. do. And I, You're blinded. I want, We're blinded. Yeah. And it's just hard yeah. to see. It's like it's like accepting that you're not the person that I love, you know, and it's hard to do that. Mm. But another thing is being okay with with having conversations. I think we've all had conversations with friends about this is not working for me with this friendship or like I don't like how you did that. And like I know I've had that conversation with you guys, um, the podcast. But I I would hope that you guys will be comfortable telling me, hey, this is something I'm seeing that I don't appreciate, and I would love if you don't do this no more. Um, because I have love for you guys and I care for you guys and I want you guys to, I want your friendship, right? So I think part of that is being okay with difficult conversations and then saying, hey, this is not meeting me where I need to be met and being okay with it. Because there's a lot of people, I mean, I've tried to have those conversations with a few people um, and it's just met with a lot of like hostility and fighting. And then it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. But, you know, I think a good friendship should, should be able to have the space for conversations about things that are not working. I totally I'm glad agree. you brought that up, Ryan, because I think one of the best conversations I've ever had is when Tangela Fat changed me. Oh, and- shit. I did not even mention <laughs> you, Gabby. It was concern, bitch. <laughs> and with that, we end this podcast. <laughs> you said we're going to end it there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The theme of this podcast is fat shaming, and it's it's okay. <laughs> I did not fat shame you. It was concern for your health. Oh, oh Lord. On that note, thank you as always for tuning in to our podcast. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, make sure you're following our IG page at can I underscore say something and all of the various platforms that we're on Apple, Google, Anchor, Spotify. Bye. I don't know what else I'm missing, but we out there. We out here. And <laughs> <laughs> like always, we'll talk to you again. Bye.